and we are doing Path Plot Finder Session Four. Not plot, not Pathfinder, Plot Finder. But using Pathfinder rules. Uh-huh. All right, I am Lockhart, the GM, and introducing themselves in a random order are the players who are. Save! <laughs> Wayne Carl, human kineticist. Woo. Um, Travis, I am Travis, playing Gorbasha, the Aegis. Of unknown origins. <laughs> well, it's totally known. Just not to you. And I am Heather, playing Anisha, the detective catfolk, psychic. Psychic detective. Psychic detective, yeah. I'll get it right one of these days. (laughs) I say as my mouth is full of candy, I apologize. That was gross. (laughs) All right. Um, And uh, yes, so plot finder. The setting note for this session. More info on the Madero kingdom. We have a note on its economy. So, so as a reminder, the Madero Kingdom is uh, the the Dwarven Kingdom uh, to the north part of the um, uh, Three Kingdom Alliance, uh, within the Gemhold Peaks. Uh, the economy, the wealth of the Madero Kingdom, lies in the Gemhold Peaks. Crystals and gems are, as everyone knows, potent conduits and reservoirs of divine and psychic magic and are the cornerstone of any crafting of magical items aside from their inherent beauty. Places where gem seeds are able to take root and grow are rare, and the Gemhold Peaks has proven to be an exceptional ground, uh, allowing continuous growth and cultivation of numerous varieties. This wealth has allowed the mountainous kingdom to overcome the low food production its lands offer. In addition, the numerous high temples and battle arts schools establish its importance as a land of learning and a place to seek wisdom. Society. Uh, Some say it is due to the wondrous properties of the region to cultivate gems that the region produces very few capable of psychic development. No dwarf born and raised in the kingdom develops psionic abilities, or so traditional expectations go. And any dwarf wielding such abilities marks themselves as an outsider to the kingdom. Uh, Perhaps due to this, or due to the nearby supply of gems, the area finds itself a hot seat for a number of religions and philosophies. Furthermore, it is considered the high seat of experts in battle arts, and receives visitors from around uh, the world to uh, attend what... um, Sorry, apparently I made some grammatical mistakes when I wrote this here. (laughs) <laughs> uh, receives visitors from around the world to attend schools uh, of what some might call the third magic, the magic of the body. This creates a competitive society of new ideas and styles competing against established traditions, and long-term citizens learn to embrace daily debate in their lives, and yet typically retain a friendly balance to it and a willingness to change their mind and be convinced to better arguments. And just a final note here for history. The Gemhold Peaks used to be wildly infested with monsters and fierce savage tribes. Dwarven communities lived sheltered lives, hunkered down in defensible cave pockets. 
That was until the mighty Tord One, Master of Battle Arts, united communities and cleared out a large area with his own might and that of the students he taught. He has gone down in history as one of the greatest of heroic figures. Uh, since then, his lineage has proven capable of holding the peaks as a kingdom and haven't mismanaged it in any major problems, although many suggest that is due to the wisdom of clerical and battle art advisors, inasmuch as the lineage has, provi has provided good rulers themselves. Ooh. I think that's enough information on that kingdom for today. Any questions, comments, or concerns? Uh, this magic of the body, are we talking dwarven monks? Um, we are talking something similar to the uh, Book of Nine Swords type systems. Oh. Which, which is what? Um, basically, since we've brought psionics and stuff into this, there's, um, supplements for alternate martial classes, which, um, basically provide things like almost, one might call them spells, um, they're typically called maneuvers. Uh-huh. Uh, basically, there are some classes or abilities that, um, kind of give you, like, what's the best way to describe it? J just, like, specific techniques you can use. Just and abilities, basically. Yeah. Instead of just being, I st it's basically a fix for the fighter paladin and the. Uh, it's it's ranger, a, it's an alternate kind system that, that allows them. It, it, it essentially it's 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 like the um, uh, crouching tiger, hidden dragon stuff there, where mm. when when they are jumping sixty feet and floating through the air, that would be a type of maneuver. Because normally that doesn't fall within the capabilities of just making a jump check for the regular fighter and stuff. I'd like to see a dwarf do that. Definitely movie style. Did that ever come out for Pathfinder, or are you going off the Tome of Battle Book of Nine from uh, 3.5? The same people that uh, converted Psionics to Pathfinder, Dream Scarred Press, ah. made um, the, a book series called The Path of War, which is basically their take on it. Okay, that makes sense. All right. Anything else? May I get a glass mm. of milk? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> glass of milk for the kitty. I'm a smartass. I apologize. Um, all right. So, so yeah, that is our setting note. Uh, now, as mentioned briefly last session and now in the, the Discord, uh, I've given you the opportunity to either provide a um, specific character goal that interacts with the setting and is uh, measurable and achievable um, or providing a background note of your character that again like establishes something about them in a way that interacts or creates in the setting or um, basically provides some sort of uh, seed that you believe would be interesting for the party to interact further to include um, and I've offered a powerful mulligan point um, <laughs> if, if anyone uh, chooses to provide one of these. Uh, any takers this session? or Anisha's goal is to not get arrested. See, see now this is <laughs> it, it, this, this is it has to be something that interacts with the setting in a way. The, the basic goals of just getting money and, and, and not dying aren't, aren't really things that are measurable and achievable in the way that sort of interacts in the setting. That's just playing the character. Everyone wants to do that. What is a well, specific specific thing that defines your character somewhat? 
Again, if you haven't thought of it. My ears weren't on what? (laughs) I believe Travis said kill things, take their stuff. (laughs) Travis! I intend to I have to say it's kill the specific things that the DM puts in front of us and then take the specific things that that is a player goal, not a character goal. The, the Lord Mayor walks into the bar. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wrong, wrong session. Wrong, wrong, wrong story. All right. No, uh, just putting that out there. Uh, going once. Going twice. Player goal to have something for you next week. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, all right, then. Uh, getting into the session proper. What happened last time on Plot Finder? The shit's getting deep. Oh, boys. We're up to our knees. More specifically? So, uh, Anisha has four people and two very rare beetles being held hostage in her basement. <laughs> Meanwhile, hostage. We haven't given any demands to people. They're 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 okay. just general prisoners. Well, pre- yeah, pretty much um, house arrest to the more extreme form. We hope in the future to have the authority to actually, you know, perform the actions we've already taken. So, right, and um, knowing that uh, we kind of saw the error of our ways, we are trying to get legitimized through the Vigilante Guild. And we have accepted a job from a scholar who wishes to explore a cave, but it's infested with a giant serpent-like monster, plus some other creepy corally ghoulies. So, we, as a group, including Gorbasha, who keeps licking the evidence and playing with them like little bitty dolls, like he shouldn't, by the way. Um, <laughs> That's okay. We'll come back and you'll have, they'll have laid eggs in him at some point. So. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, so we're we're going towards the uh, the the cave of uh, teeth and wonder to see <laughs> if what we can clear up because and, uh, killing monsters is relatively spell. easy compared to proving somebody innocent of a murder or finding someone who is possibly a runaway or kidnapped or murdered. Who knows? Well. You know, you know, starting stuff off simply, mm-hmm. get, getting our license quickly. Yep. So I remember perhaps, the scholar Anisha flirted with the head of the college. Well, shamelessly. yeah, who flirted right back? So I'm probably leaning towards a more Irene Adler than I am a Sherlock Holmes. So sue me, <laughs> but <laughs> she still. Wants to be legit and such. But it's really hard when you've kidnapped people who who pretty much 
took over a warehouse and a little rat person with with big round water filled eyes going please help me I've been kicked out of my home it's not kidnapping it's we happen to detain some people in the middle roughly illegally though <laughs> and and they were they were in danger and unconscious so we you know took them to your basement in safety because leaving unconscious people around in the street would be irresponsible yeah yes and you were responsible by bringing them there and letting Gorbasha watch over them keep them safe and knocked out whichever all right so unless there's anything else to add to what happened uh, last time I think we pick up back in uh, Anisha's office um Four days remaining until next month's rent is due. And a basement full of um uh well the the the, the Durgar, I believe, are, are still kind of kind of invalid. They're um uh as well <laughs> the Beatles, but um the, the 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 rat folk and the cat folk are just kind of chilling and, and hanging out and um, totally not plotting anything as they're tied up there fully fully health fully healthy full of health anyway um, and you've probably at this point informed Gorbasha of the discussion you had with um, does anyone remember the name of the professor uh, sure Yes. Uh, Benton Vart? Benton Varte. By the way, gentlemen, um, who of us has the superior uh, sense motive, you think? Ooh, good question. Because oh. before we leave, I would like to um, ask the, uh, the gentleman who guarded the uh, door so loyally... Um, a couple questions before we leave. Carl is not trained in it, and so-so for being untrained. I think it's probably Anisha, as we've mentioned before. Right. You have, like, what, a plus nine or something? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So you're basically the only one. Okay. Okay. Um... So what is the group doing? You've, you've informed Gorbasha. So in theory, I believe you're intending to prepare to leave town to do this quest. But right. um, what, what are you up to? Oh. Um, uh, Nisha. Yes. Um, I could probably help you out with your next month's rent if you want to pay that in advance to keep your landlord happy and not changing the locks or poking around when you're gone. I am listening, yes. Seeing as I still have my share of the bounty. Yes, you do. I would owe you a great debt, indeed. Just to help take some weight off your mind and my mind. Uh, yes, and uh, the and premature you know, reveal you for the and all that. I would accept that, Carl. Thank you very much. 
It's uh, 15, was it? Um, yes. Yes. Hmm. Here you go. Okay. Well, Thank you again, so much. We will allow that transaction to, to just happen. Manisha drops 15 gold off at her landlord, and he's like, Ah, all right, paying before the due date. This I could get used to. I will try to be better. Thank you very much for your patience. Fair enough. It's a small place, so I don't get much offer for it. But that doesn't mean you have too much slack to be a bad tenant. On your way. Thank you, sir. And so they they hurry off to her quote-unquote office. Lair of kidnapped victims. Shut up! (laughs) It's like the cat cave. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! The cat cave! I like that. Um, Since I already adjusted the locks, I guess I could work on soundproofing your basement a little bit. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I'm not shady, I swear. So, uh, getting Garbasha away from the evidence. <laughs> um, Which because... are perfectly intact. Uh, yeah, as soon as you start uh, walking down the steps, you all say, you hear, Garbasha would be good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Garbasha. Um, go pack your things. We're going on a trip. Okay. <laughs> I'll meet you upstairs. I, I, think, I think he's packed. So, um... Garbasha's packing. Where we go? Where we go? Where we go? Where we go? Uh, Carl will fill you in. I would like to, uh... Uh, talk with the, uh, rat and cat for a moment. Pink skin. Where we go? Where we go? Where we go? Where we go? Okay. Uh, so, run up the river to see a snake. <gasps> Big snake. Much eating. Mm. All right. So just as a point of clarification, yes. you are interrogating them in the room with everyone else? Yes. Uh, all the other prisoners? Okay. Hopefully the... Um, the... Uh, Gurugar? Jurgar. Jurgar. Are uh, still, quote-unquote, sleeping. I mean, I, I, I believe I, I be- believe they kind of become conscious in, in a weird I'm not looking at the rules right now, but but basically yeah, they, they will they're not they are conscious, but it's like if they were to try and do something too strenuous like moving, they would open their wounds and quickly fall down again. But right. they are for most purposes conscious. Okay. Corbasha could make them sleep. Huh? Medicinal sapping? Yes. Well, maybe it would be a bad idea for Anisha to be alone in the basement still. Well, it was something I suggested anyway. So, um... Anisha uh, approaches the uh, rat folk tied up since he is the more talkative person, as he's proven in the past. And she crouches down to be on his level. 
I'm sure that when you woke up the other day that you didn't think this sort of situation would be happening to you. But I have a few questions that might affect your future a bit. Not that I'm threatening. And you probably have no business talking to me or have any desire to, but I wish to ask anyway. Were you aware that the beetle cargo that you were guarding consumed the flesh and other such of a human while you were standing guard at that warehouse? Have you taken off his gig, or you're just expecting him to nod his head for these questions? I'll slip his gag out before he speaks. Look, it's, uh... What, what, what happened to Anders was terrible, but it was an accident. It was an accident. Ooh, a name? Did, did you just give a name? Yes. What was that name again? Anders. Anders. How was it an accident? I mean... The orders were not to let them out of the cages, but, uh... He figured after they'd been there for a few days, they needed to be fed or something. So he went in there, and then... Well, then the screaming happened, and, uh... And mostly we just kept the door closed until the, the, the buyers arrived. I see. I'll do a sense motive to see if he's telling the truth. All right. Where were these guys stat blocks again? (laughs) This is where you get them drunk first, yeah. For the record, I rolled a 20. That's pretty good. I'm going to roll his blood. Dang, Anisha. She watched a lot of crime dramas growing up. One of my favorite crime dramas growing up was uh, NCIS. I'm amazed of how uh, old that show is. Well, there's like 4,000 varieties of it now, so. Yeah, that's true. Let's see. Oh, sorry, I was. Yeah. Uh, So so you're you're watching over him, and uh, you don't see anything that um, betrays a, a hint of dishonesty in what he's saying. All right. Make a note of that. He's telling him the truth. Okay, can, 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 can you just let us go? Like, you've already messed plans up for, for us. It's, it's just... 
Just a couple more questions. Okay, fine. Ask them already. Who is your buyer? I think it's these guys. The yeah. gentleman behind me. He nods towards the Duragar. I mean, you, you got in that stand. I mean, it's not like I'm seeing the coin exchange in hands, but uh, they're the ones who came to the warehouse with the card and asked to know what they were knew what they were looking for, so uh, as far as I'm concerned, that's who they are. I see. And they didn't muscle you out of your deal or anything? This was totally cooperative? I mean, not exactly my deal, but yeah. All right. Who deal was it? Oh, it's Gorbasha. Uh, that that can be an out of character a... note to a, a interest. Uh, a detective might want to know whose deal it was. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, Gorbasha would be. Uh, unless, unless Gorbasha was like listening at the stairs and pops down to say, "Who's yeah. bu- who's buyer? <laughs> whose deal?" Yes, that's exactly what Gorbasha would be doing. Because Sorry. Gorbasha loves gossip. <laughs> Sorry, I, I wasn't keeping a good eye on him. So, how to ask this. Um, whose sort of deal would it be? I, I don't know. I I just... You know, I was just there to, to keep watch and uh, make sure no one poked the nose around. Alright. I won't interrupt. And... Now, uh, since you did got uh, twenty, and I don't, I don't feel we have to roll this every time necessarily, but uh, you, you think he's holding back on that one? So, would that be reason to believe that your employer was the one who initiated this deal? Maybe so. And who would be your employer? I, I mean, uh, we all answered to Anders on this one. Wait. Anders, the dead body, the pile of bones I found, was your boss? I mean, he's the one who handed out the coin to us and, uh, you know, prepared our shifts. He stayed there all the time, keeping an eye on things, and the uh, rest of us, we... Uh, Swapped, uh, swapped by to keep an eye on the place and stuff. Yeah. He, he's the big guy. He's the guy with the plan. I don't know what that was, but... Uh, I always thought it was a smart guy. Maybe not smart enough to figure out that, you know, beetles eat people or something. And, um... Uh, f- forgive me for this, but why stick around if you're... Head Honcho was eaten. Why stay? I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's not like he's the only one that, uh, okay, fine, fine. It's, uh, yeah, he was the guy in charge of it, but, uh, we, we 
We still work for the same folks. Who would be... You know, I'm, uh... Ever heard of the Clan Fangs? And at that point, you can make uh, knowledge local checks for anyone listening in at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Knowledge local? Knowledge local. I assumed I was in the other room with uh, Corbasha originally, so... Yeah, I I suppose if Corbasha popped in, you could be like, Corbasha! Yeah, so so with a 25, uh, Anisha, you know that the... um, Clawed fangs are um, basically something of a uh, crime faction within Verdant Harbor. Um, they uh, primarily have a smuggling background and uh, um, uh, do some uh, black market goods, but uh, considering how mercantile faction Verdant Harbor is, that uh, comes with a lot of muscle to enforce it as well. Occasional other crimes go through it, but primarily it's uh, trying to set up smuggling to bring in any contraband or highly taxed things under the radar and move them out of town. And again, other stuff too, you know, protection rackets in lower income neighborhoods, etc., etc. Right. So the mafia, pretty much. It would be the crime elements of Verdant Harbor, yeah. Right. <laughs> and judging by the name, I would say Catfolk Family. Um, act- actually, it's it's a um, surprising combination of uh, Catfolk and Ratfolk. Very few okay. Tengu. They, the, um, the, the, the Tengu don't care a lot outside of just being able to enter and, and leave. They, they mostly go by, by ship out of town anyway. Um, so, uh, it's, it's a, it's a little surprising that, uh, a, a human potentially was making a name for himself in it, but, uh, not unprecedented. Fair enough. The Godfather appreciates the ambition. Probably. <laughs> the God cat? I don't... <laughs> fat cat. There we go. The fat cat. Cat father? Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Actually. I actually remember a show where there, yeah, there was a mafioso godfather called the Fat Cat. <laughs> All right, so we have the employers. We at least know the victim's name. The Jaragar were the buyers. Let's see. There was another question I knew I wanted to ask. I should have written this down. Crap. <laughs> My muses, help me. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing that the beetles were fetched on order rather than they just happened to have these beetles and ask if anybody wanted them. All right, the intent. Right. Are these beetles supposed to be weapons? I don't know that. 
Fair enough. Look, all I know is there's a, fu- a bunch of freaky shit over at the Tigai continent that, as far as I know, people on that harbor keep things hush-hush and don't let much through. So anything strange you can get through is a high-priced commodity. I see. Go now. You seem to be a nice guy. I really am. You really are. And I, I take care of my three sisters and nieces and nephews. I don't doubt that. All right. Since you cooperated, I will let you go. Only if this interaction between us has um, stays away from the authoritarian audio receptors. You mean you don't want me to tell the, the Merchants Council? Pretty much. Okay. I hope I don't regret this. She cuts him loose. Okay, I want I want to make a one are you sure thing. <laughs> or okay, yeah. Oh. Just just because you are a highly intelligent character. Yeah. Right. Yeah. One, if you let him go now, he will know where you live and where the stuff is. Right. 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 Move him with a bag over their head. Anisha doesn't have ADHD. Uh, two, um, you haven't enacted any promises that he won't um, contact the Claw and Fangs um, with any of this knowledge. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's time to go downstairs. And- yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll call a family meeting down. <laughs> And uh, I exchange the information. And suggest to my now apparent colleagues, I'm thinking of letting the guards go. So what do you think, Carl? Do we have any kind of assurance that uh, they won't try and... uh have any reciprocity for our interference with their business dealings? That is a fair point. I'm going to turn to the cat folk on that one. He, he, um, his, his eyes kind of, um, go, uh, um, from white to, to, to slits as, as you look directly at him. That shows agitation. <laughs> So she's going to reach and ungag his mouth. Oh. I will. Now I get it, you're scared. If I was stuck in somebody's basement for a couple days, I'd be pretty nervous. But we are looking to cover our assets here. 
as no doubt you and your friend here would like to cover your tales as well. How can we have some assurance that you two won't plot revenge against us? He, he um, blinks or his kind compatriots. of. He blinks his kind of um, look at his like, Well, um, I, um, that's just, uh, come on. Now is not the time to be getting tongue tied just because she's um, she, she's your type, man. <laughs> At least the cat folk of this town has taste. <laughs> I, uh, I wouldn't want anything b- b- bad to happen to you. I appreciate that. See, there you go. He doesn't want anything bad to happen to you. I'm his friend. I don't want anything bad to happen to you. Can we go? Cool. If are there any more of these sales going on? Um. Okay. Well, I mean, like, who do you think we are? Who are the guys watching the door? Yeah, sure. The sales going on all the time. You will seem like smart guys. You could probably keep ear to ground. What, what are you saying? Are you suggesting... Maybe... Maybe you let us know things that happen. Get Chinese for it. So, so, so you want us to, to betray the claw and things that we work for to, to give you info of sales of uh, contraband going down, and you're going to pay us how much exactly? Many Chinese. Yeah, that's a number that don't quite work for me. <sighs> we could just call letting them go a favor on our part. You might be able to help us. Maybe know where more tasty beetles come from. Like, like what? What? What do you eat? God, you're not talking about Anders, are you? What? Who Anders? The man we found amongst the beetles. Speaking of food, oh. like I'm. I'm Pretty hot. like you guys are having a fetus all night yet. That's true. Could always take him out to a tavern for a nice meal as a way of saying farewell and no, uh, no bad, no hard no feelings, feelings and good luck. Yeah, the, the cat folk uh, twitches and looks toward Anisha. For that, while the rack fire is like, eh, I'd rather just go my own way. Fine, we could have a meal with them if you really want, but I don't care for it. How much you get paid for this job? Not enough. It's five gold a shift to watch it. Whoa. 
Hmm. And usually it's a pretty simple gig. So if we were to hire informants, perhaps 15 gold? But for what exactly? I mean, it's one thing if you pay me gold and I stand in front of a place for six to eight hours. Mm. Fair enough. Not to mention, again, you're asking me to basically or to betray my, my, betray the people who pay me. Like that could be asking a bit much. Come on, like you know, up front load it there. How about a hundred gold, and I tell you when the next sale I know about goes down. Do we have a hundred gold between us? I. Gorgasha has shinies. Gorbasha has many shinies. What is many shinies? Let me see your purse. A T four gold pieces. Uh, at this point, you, you're, you're honestly getting the impression that at this point he's pretty much just saying anything at this point to, to get loose. You you are get, getting the the thing where at this point truth is being very mal malleable to him. I, I think we should probably count ourselves lucky to. Uh... Um, cut them loose with no hard feelings if yeah. we run across paths again. Uh, Carl's right. We're pretty much pushing our luck. Let's blindfold them, untie them, treat them to a dinner, and then we'll go from there. A meal and six whiskeys. <laughs> I'm really more of a cider guy. <laughs> Six ciders, then. This is where those drugs have come in handy. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, so yeah. So, you, you bring them up, blindfolded, put them into the wagon, go around. Well, I, I suppose you have to go get the wagon back on. <laughs> this is so stupidly complicated. <laughs> We, we roll them roll them in a rug to uh, take them out of the thing, you know, carry them out, take the rug to the cleaner. So, I guess you pick up your cart because I don't see how you could, in good conscience, be leading them around blindfolded without getting noticed. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, we totally would. Okay. If anybody asks, we're taking them to a bachelor party. Right. Okay. Well. Okay. So we'll. we'll do you bring them to an established uh, place, or or just just to to whatever tavern you can find at this point? Yeah, we probably don't want to do the tavern where they already know you, or you put up your uh, poster. But uh... yeah, we'll we'll call it the Cheers. Uh -huh. Oh, so we're going to the good places. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, so you you take them to a place. The the rat folk. Um, is is just you know eats and is getting anxious and just wants to head out. Um, the cat folk is like, um, I, um, my, uh, my my name's Garen. Do uh, um, you uh, um, oh, he thinks you're really pretty, okay? <laughs> oh, that's that is yeah. Um, I guess I do. I, uh... She um she reaches into her belt, 
and pulls out a business card. <laughs> well, we're, we're definitely going to be findable. Are you, are you sure? And she scratches out her address. <laughs> okay, hang well, on. I know where to find us now. Hold on, hold on. I'm okay. sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. That's all right. Let's rewind that. <laughs> okay, it's oh. not. It's not her business card. Misha, keep it in your pants. I have... I, well... Kitty has pants. I do have pants. Thank you. Um, I could... I, uh, could, could I give you... Uh, my, my, he, he pads his pockets and realizes, oh, I don't have anything. You guys already stole all his stuff. <laughs> Yay, we're thorough! <laughs> um... I, I'd like to get you something sometime if you're, uh, that is, I'm sorry. I should go. And, and after some awkwardness and drinks, they, they's like, well, it's been horrible. <laughs> I think we're Not heading out horrible. now. Not that horrible. They're still alive. Yeah, it's still been horrible. Oh, well, next time we meet, maybe better. Maybe more coin in your purse. I'll hold you to that. Okay. Just. Yeah. Okay. And they make their <laughs> way out into the night. All right, that's half of our problem. Yes, now we have a much smaller group of people to dispose of or smuggle or... I, I mean... Digest. We could we could feed the Dwergar to the Beatles, but uh, that seems bad. That, that sounds a little twisted. How come Beatles get everything? <laughs> All right. So what is the group doing then? You you presume you okay, so you are um I mean as near as I can tell, this could this could this could have been like the, the early afternoon or something still. Because you guys yeah. started the day by going to the academy, didn't you? Yeah. Um how hard it would would it be to smuggle these people and beetles out of the city if we wanted to, you know make a false bottom on the wagon or something to, to... Maybe we can consult the claws and fangs. There, the cages are a bit big for a false bottom to work on a typical wagon. Hmm. Um, yeah, you know, I'll let you, I'll let you do your knowledge engineering check. Sure. Because that's a skill Carl has. Come on, engineer 19. Okay. So, so yeah. So, what I'll say is if you were to keep them in the cages, the false bottom wouldn't work because it would be too tall. These cages were made for things like you could you could bring like a sheep or something in that, that has a bit more vertical height to it. The beetles are quite low to the ground, but, but they're a bit wide and stuff. Um, 
so it's possible that just having a very short um, false bottom, it would still be wide enough to put the, the, the beetles inside it, but that would still be a pretty high level of customization. Okay. So much for the idea of taking them with us. Um, well, I mean, the, if the Dwergar stay incapacitated for another day or so, they're likely not going to break out, and they probably won't be able to mind control the beetles to do anything too nasty. If we just want to leave them trust in your basement and try and get back as soon as possible. Uh, that makes me feel weird. <laughs> yeah. But until we get authority behind our names. I'm not sure what else we can do. Um, unless you can think of a clever way to sneak them out of the city with us. <sighs> I mean, we could... If we could hide the beetles, we could take empty cages easy enough. Taking the Dwergar and the beetles would be harder to do. Mm. I mean, unless they're, like, passed out drunk in the wagon and we're, you know, take them out to the field and they're going to work when they sober up or some story like that. Still don't know about the Beatles, but disguise them as dogs. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. See, for a disguise to work, the Disguised needs to act what they are disguised as. Beetles are not smart enough to act like a dog. No matter well, what their size is. We could try and time it until cat folk are working the gate and the inspections, and they will obviously be distracted by you because apparently everyone in town is into you. Um, so, <laughs> and we might have a better chance of getting through. Eh? Do you want to make a knowledge you local check? That angle. Hmm? Do you want to make a knowledge local check on that? Oh dear. Uh, it'll be untrained for me. I'll do one. A four, natural one for Carl. I have a seventeen. All right. So as far Anisha, as I know, catfolk are never in, in in the gates. Anisha will be reminded that the merchant faction, which would typically do the tax review on leaving the town would be a typically rat folk faction. There might be the occasional cat folk employee, but um, it it would be fairly um, low probability for for one to be manned purely by cat folk. Do you know of a particularly bribable guard that people use to smuggle things in and out? If only you had members of a smuggling organization to ask those questions to. And we just let them go a little bit too early. The irony. I'm always great about thinking of the questions after they're useful. I know. If you want to go looking for contacts on smuggling, that would probably be a diplomacy check to gather information. 
I mean, Manfred might be able to point you to somebody. He's got cousins working everywhere, apparently. <laughs> this is true. Or at least he'd be aware enough to know who a smuggler is so he can, you know, avoid them. Being the legit yes, b- businessman that he is. <sighs> yeah. Let's talk to Manfred. Because I don't know where else we could turn to aside from tracking down Darren and flirt some information out of him. Well, of I mean, which Anisha's really good at. Yeah. I mean, there's Darren. We've got a couple contacts kind of at the university, the Night Watchman at the Vigilante Guild, and the bartender that doesn't hate you but is going to charge you money for anything uh, yeah, she doesn't hate me, but she loves my wallet more. <laughs> this is true. And I always feel so dirty. <laughs> like she bled me dry and I didn't get anything for it. <laughs> now, now j- just for the point, if you do feel like you don't have a contact... That is what the gather information checks are for. Right. They are for you looking for a contact that provides you the information you're looking for. Right. Where would we like to start? Should we go to the guild, the school, or Manfred? Uh, Since the guild's in charge of enforcing stuff, that's probably not too great about that unless we're trying to do an angle that we're investigating possible smuggling, but we've already got one task we're working on for them, so. Oh, yeah, just just because Anish has a good knowledge local, the, the Vigilante Guild is not strict about enforcing the laws. They're specifically a sort of bounty hunter and odd job thing. Um, they can enforce the law, but technically that is the Merchant Council Watch's um, prime directive. I mean, obviously, the, the to stay in good standing, the Vigilante Guild probably doesn't dabble a lot with things that would go against the Merchant Council. Um, but it's like... It's it's not going to be like an immediate disqualification like you went to the police or something. Unless you want to ask the Dwergar how they were planning to get themselves and the Beatles out of the stuff. Apparently, one of them can turn himself invisible to some extent. Assuming either of them are willing to speak in common. Well, one did speak it to us in common. The one that could turn himself invisible. Mm-hmm. Right, the one in charge of the Beatles. I suppose we could interview him. In his half groggy state, or at least his, uh, Semi-incapacitated state. Gorbasha, always happy to talk to you. Oh, this situation is just so delicate. <laughs> yeah, not not really my forte, delicacy. I admit I'm not used to being delicate myself. <sighs> I 
I just wanted a life where I could just solve crimes, chase villains, and have a decent paycheck, but... Well, we're working on the solving crimes piece. I mean, we're committing a few in the meantime, but it's, you know... <laughs> I know. We're off to a very rocky start. In order to live on lower part of town, you have to get hands dirty. Yeah, but I don't want them that dirty. But that's but where all the best worms are. <laughs> and then you go fishing. Right. Once again, as you're um, making your way back back to your office there, you hear that the drums and another procession of, of goblins... Uh, the one bugbear being um, with with uh, about a dozen hobgoblins and a few of of, of the smaller kin on, on leashes um, making their way. There there is actually uh, a, a number of um, red coated um, rat folk um, and and a few others that kind of strike you as an adventurous or a warrior capable nature, so sort of following on the outline. It's like. Mm. Adbur, we know you are here. Turn yourself over. Give us a location of Adbur, the goblin traitor. And they're kind of just making their way loudly through one of the side streets as you're making your way back to the house. Do they live in town or are they somehow coming through the gate and... Goblins don't typically live in Virgin Harbor, no. Yeah, so they're obviously walking in I believe goblins live in the west west forest something yeah something west forest they could be a commotion to follow out or something but also they might I mean unless they're unless the city guards just letting them through well I mean the the, the red coats is what strikes you as a city watch and there's almost equal numbers of them kind of uh, trying to keep track of, of, of the goblins here Probably more watching the uh, goblins than anything else. Make sure hmm. everything remains peaceful. Hmm. It is I don't know if that's something we could exploit, but one problem at a time. Hmm. One problem at a time. We'll deal with the goblins after we deal with the monsters. Okay, so <laughs> you want to talk to the Dwergar then? Or do you want to try and talk to a contact about smuggling? Let's talk to the Dwergar first. See what we can get out of him. <sighs> Try to solve this beetle mystery, at least. I mean, he didn't seem open to negotiation and us not killing the beetles in the first place. <sighs> okay. Um, 
We should bring some bread down, at least. You know, in case he's hungry. Bread and cheap ale? Yeah. Okay. So how much I'm is sorry, I'm cheese and free. bread these days? Well, 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 well let's, that's not too much of a worry about the moment. No worries about that for the moment. I'll, I'll hit you guys with upkeep costs later. When you yeah, least so as suspect long as you've not it. got celiacs or something, we're okay. <sighs> so, you were bringing ale and bread and cheese into your basement, where the two Duergar are bound and gagged, and the two beetles are in the cage. Right. I'm assuming this is a group at the moment. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah, these, these theoretically have spooky mind powers. I don't uh, think any of us should be alone. Nope. They, um, they kind of rouse from their recovery slumber as they hear the creak of the stairs as um, you, you, you make your way down them. And again, their, their eyes turn to, to look at, at you folk with a bit of a glare to them. So, um... Which one was the one who, uh, who, who spoke to us in common? Oh, yeah. To the right or the left? <laughs> You're able to identify him. Okay. Um, daringly, but cautiously, Anisha reaches to remove the gag. Making sure uh, that the guy doesn't bite her fingers and whatnot. He doesn't bite your fingers. But as soon as the gag is out of the way, he's basically like, You should release us. You have no idea what you are doing. What deal you have interrupted. Give us our cart and horses and let us be on our way. And we will not take revenge upon you. About that. Keep us any longer. And we will be found and rescued. And then all three of you will be in chains and brought back to work under the roots of the mountains. Well, slavery Perhaps is not that elucidate. Perhaps Aren't they should they? elucidate us to this deal that we're interrupting. Wait, they, they live in the desert. Yeah. And they're mentioning us being in the mountains. The hmm. desert that's bordered by the Painted Mountains, yeah. Uh, okay. Yes, it'll be the gem mines for us all. Gems are shiny. You are stolen. Yeah, but I think release us from these bindings. Let me. Uh... All right, I am making notes. All right, our first question. We just want to ask you a few questions. That's all. And then you will release us and give us our cart and let us leave with what we have paid for. I can't guarantee that. Then I have no interest in your questions. 
perhaps they can assure us that uh, they have no ill intent with the uh, beetles. Why you need beetles? We have purchased them. They are ours. What we do with them is no concern of yours. Free us. Let us go. It is only a matter of time before those we traveled with track us down. And then you will be the ones tied up. Who did you travel with? Others from the Painted Mountain of our kind. Alright, so... A Jorogar caravan? I will not answer these questions. Free us now, and you will never have to meet them. You answer Kitty's questions. My name is Anisha. Kitty. Hmm. Can I make an intimidate check on these guys? You can. Hmm. It's a plus seven. Really need to get this into. Little twenty at some point. <laughs> All right. Nine. I'm going terrible. I do not oh, fear I... you. You could not finish the job back in the warehouse. You have kept us here. For what purpose? Why you keep us? No, I do not fear you. You should fear us and our allies. Let us go now. I roll crap for skill checks. I mean, for all we know, they're just a couple of merchants trying to bluff their way out now, because we only know them as beetle buyers. Right. I think we should punch them in the head until they pass out, and then go on our merry way to get the snake. All right. All right, family meeting. Come here. A little... We're not going to get anywhere with them unless we bargain freedom to them, right? Right. Uh, well, apparently they weren't responsible for feeding the human to the beetles, so at least we're kind of not in trouble if we... I mean, we're not letting them off for that if we let them go. They came in here to buy illicit goods, but it's, it sounds like they're wanting to take them away and not do harm in the city to them unless they're planning on growing thousands of these and harvesting those gems to do something nefarious with. What if we take them with us on the way to the snake and then let them out way over there? And then we have to figure out how to get them out of the city past the guards. And I'm not a smuggler, so I... I think uh, city gates City gates are more worried about what goes into a city than out of it. I think they're worried about taxation and stuff, so they're checking both ways. But uh, We originally wanted to talk to them about their smuggling techniques, right? Well, their plans for the Beatles, how they wanted to get it, we're going to plan to get them in and out, I guess. 
He continues to, to, to growl and make various threats at you that you should release them. Wait. Um, Can Gorbacha punch them in the head now? No. Are you sure? It, it, Anisha holds onto his arm. <laughs> Not yet. Mm-hmm. Now these guys are are in a hurry. Well, they're supposed to. They're... Sorry. He's making noise like if we take too long, that people will be searching for them, and then we'll be found out and in trouble. Right. So. And he did say that there won't be any ill backfire if we let them go. That's what they said. I mean, as long as they don't have ill intent. But yeah. yeah, I mean, as long as they don't have ill intent with the beetles, we that might be our simplest solution to let them go on their merry way. Right. If they then blow up the mansion or something with the beetles, somehow I don't know. Right. Well, I managed to make some notes about these beetles. Maybe we could research this on our own. I don't know. It almost feels like a waste if we just let them go. But then again, I'm not that interested being arrested for kidnapping. That. That does have a strong uh, argument there. And if they get what they came for there, it sounds like they're just willing to go. Um, as long as it doesn't come back to bite us that, you know, we've just yeah. provided super weapons to uh, angry nation or something else, then, you know. Hmm. Now... I know you're scared about trying to get them out of the city gates. Like, but with the beetles and everything, but how are they getting out? Well, that's what we were originally thinking, that they probably already had a way out. But if they are part of a larger caravan or something, then they prob- they must have come prepared to, to handle this. Right. Hmm. Maybe I mean, the one can turn himself invisible, so if he can do that to himself and or to the Beatles, they can just drive the cart straight out. Maybe we can let them go, but then tail them. How? Because uh, I don't know Arcane Mark, so... And, I mean, I'm slightly subtle, but... I do stick out in this town a little bit if I'm following them, and I'm not a skilled detective, so... Gorbacha can follow. No problem. (laughs) I could try to keep tabs, I suppose. My resources in this town are limited, though. I mean, we've learned about the be- that the beetles exist. If if uh, if we let these guys go, I don't know if it's going to really matter as long as we can be assured that they're not going to do horrible things with the beetles. Right. 
I mean, it does simplify our lives quite a bit. So if we can get them to agree to, one, not attack us, much less attack this city, or any other city with these beetles, then would that be enough comfort to let them go? I mean, they could be even wanting the beetles for a good purpose. They might be trying to cure a plague in their hometown or yeah. something. I mean, definite weird magic came out of these uh, if, things. But if that was true, why wouldn't they just say so, though? Because the beetles are illegal here? I mean, they're having to smuggle to get them out. I don't know what what their end game is, but oh, they're already caught red-handed. They're doing stuff, so okay. I think I wrote down a couple questions. Anisha turns around. And then she turns back around, so we are agreeing <laughs> that if we get satisfactory information, then we're letting them go. I think that seems like the simplest solution, since I don't have good skills for dealing with prisoners and stuff, but... Right. She turns back around. I wanted to get that clear. And she faces the Jorgar again. We have agreed to let you go, but we need negotiations first. You will let us go with our wagon and the Beatles. Yes. Mm. Fine. We have questions for you. And perhaps a honored bound promise from you and then we'll let you go on your way. What promise? That you will bear no ill will towards our harbor or towards us. Hmm. Especially with your very powerful beetles over there. When you say it will to the harbor, I will not say we will follow all laws until we are free with the beetles outside. So, are you planning to fight your way out? No. Well, I mean, the beetles themselves are illegal here, so... Yeah, basically, his, his intention is asking. Like, if you're asking him to obey, what does ill will mean? You, you, what, 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 you're, what you are asking is if he means any violence toward the town. Correct. Are you going to blow the city up? No. Are you going to what? blow my home up after I I let you go? You deserve it. But I can make that promise. Okay. Can you tell us what general purpose the beetles are for? They are power. 
power that has not been seen. You do not know, do you? They also very tasty. I mean, strange magics come off the beetles when the gems were hit. That was did not appear to be psychic or divine. Yes. Is that not interest enough? Oh yeah, but our. I mean, you. I have, for all I know, you can do anything with these things. Cause a plague or. Yes, such potential. What are your intentions with the beetles? They will not belong to me. I work to transport them back home. How? In wake. Hmm. That's a good question. How long would they have to go before it's not illegal to have them? I mean, te- technically, just, again, the, the, the Daedroid Consortium is sort of a city-state thing. Right. Um, Verdant Harbor has strict laws about what, what um, creatures can be imported and exported through the city. But as far as the, the road itself, that is typically not subject to such laws necessarily. Hmm. So they are right. within their rights to transport giant insects? I mean, it's possible that, depending on what their route is, they could have the occasional trouble along the way, but, I mean, yeah, like, the city's authority is only going to extend as far as the watch enforces it, and in Verdant Harbor's case, that's not too far outside the city walls. Hmm. I mean, with the right permits, just about anything's probably... What else do we need from these guys? Um, So are you smuggling these beetles out of the city? I suppose the answer is yes. We, as part of sale, having contracted the aid of the local smuggling guild, the uh, claw and fangs, yes. Well, we definitely don't want to get on the bad side of them. I think perhaps the recommendation was overinflated for deal to be interrupted by the likes of you. Hmm. Us. Well, if we good, then maybe you should hire us to help. You can take outside of city. Garbage. Not our specialty. Then why I hire you? We are fools. Let us go already. Already, I humble myself to speak so freely with such lower life forms as you. Hey. Oh, great. They're corner supremacists. Is this where I pop him in the face? <laughs> no. <laughs> Anisha, sure Anisha is. 
hand is very much on Gorbash's arm. Like, no, no big guy. No. I don't want them there because that's where my books are. Just, just the one. So I'm going to end up eating all of them. No, you have your side, I have my side. Finish questions and promises so we can go already. Where did the Beatles come from? The guy, continent. The Rumor reached the high owner of different gem seeds. We will see who is best cultivator of gems after we bring these to the mountains. Gem okay, seeds. gem seeds are something with the mountainous region and the Sinex stuff, so they could possibly they plant grow. these and grow more gems without beetles? Uh, knowledge arcana? Oh, not definitely not Carl skill. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll try that. 23? Wow, Anisha has some great rolls on the skill checks. Um, Yeesh. I mean, right. you haven't heard of gem... You haven't seen a gem seed. They are incredibly rare. Um, they are essentially very potent gems from which can be inserted into the earth and grow and multiply, which is just... It's, it's very difficult to find a place um, and very difficult to produce them. But you've never seen gems like this before either. Um, and I mean, if these are of some sort of different type of magic, these could be an, a, a power-shifting thing for a, a nation to develop if they are actually gem seeds. But um, you you don't have enough knowledge to confirm or deny that's what they are. I see. Basically, we're agreeing people to walk off with nukes, as I am understanding. Well, raw uranium that could be a nuke or a generator or anything else. I mean, yeah, that's fair. Now, in, in fairness, like you understand though now why they. Why they were willing to fight you themselves without risking their lives, but they wanted you to keep the beetles alive. Because just the rumor that these could be gem seeds, like, obviously there's that risk, but it would be a risk that people would put a lot of money into. Right. We're also looking at giving up insane wealth, but insane wealth that we're not uh, equipped to probably defend or um, keep. If we keep these beetles, I think more people are going to be looking for us that know what they are. Right. Are we satisfied, gentlemen? <sighs> no, but I'm possibly content. He will never be satisfied. <laughs> Hugh Hamilton. <laughs> Why overtake the warehouse? What do you mean? 
Well, the reason we interrupted your deal in the first place is because you kicked out the original owner of the warehouse. We did no such thing. The thing and Claude did that. Ah. To secure it for the sale. Right. The Fang and Claw apparently know where to procure these beetles. Or at least act as the middleman. Right. We came into the middle of a deal way outside of our power level. <laughs> right. As all good adventures should start. Yes. All right. Too bad we don't have time to uh, let the beetle have the beetles lay a few eggs before they uh, we give them off to them. Unless uh, Gorbash accidentally swallowed a couple. Oh yeah. Well, when they face hugged him last night, that probably happened. But you know. <laughs> well, he kept licking them. That you don't know that. Strange. <laughs> Again, he's getting impatient and groaning, but um, any other questions or things you want to ask of him? I can't think of anything. I can't think of much that I could see him being willing to tell us any more about. I mean, the Beatles themselves are fascinating, but... Does he have a name for the Beatles? What are they called? Hmm. I mean, he, he he would basically give you um, the the Jurigar words. Uh, n- n- none of you would speak Jurigar, I imagine, right? Or are you no. popping it as one of the languages you suddenly know? But uh, um, I do not, do not know the local language of what they are called on the guy. We have merely heard of beetles who grow gem seeds on their back. Guess we'll call them gem beetles. Yeah. Basically, yeah, they, 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 they've they just called them, like, the Jurigar word for, like, yeah, gem, gem beetles themselves. Yeah. Not completely satisfied either, but I'm content as well. We can um, blindfold them, heal them up, or blindfold them, load them up into the wagon, get them to a spot away from the office, switch places with them, heal them up, and then send them on their way. Sounds reasonable. Find a discreet park or... Some place to. Yeah, probably a park. Because <sighs> uh, I'm. I uh, I I think we hit a wall. 
mean, I'd love to investigate more about these beetles at some point, but I don't think we're um, currently uh, in a good position to play at this level of either keeping the beetles or right. these people if they're dealing with the... Uh, in so fact, I, after I, I don't this, think... probably, after we do this, it's probably a good time to get out of town for a little bit, like going after a snake. Like hunting down some monsters. Finding a T-Rex skeleton. I mean, sorry, tyrant lizard, was it? Tyrant lizard, yeah. Totally not a T-Rex. Totally not. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, we're good with that plan? It sounds like our best option. I'm, I'm Okay. Okay, so all right, sir, you have cooperated. We are satisfied with the information. And you solemnly promise that no harm will come to me, my colleagues, or the city that we live in. Is that agreed? I will do no harm to you or your city. Now that also includes your beetles. I do not control them. You took away my crystals. Ah, that's what those are for. You mean I could have a remote control for the beetles all this time? (laughs) All right. We will escort you back to your wagon. Okay. And we load beetles up too. Yes. Okay. So yeah, so load up, yada yada, blindfold, drive around town, let them go, heal, etc., etc. All good? Yeah, if, see if they'll consent to uh, accept some healing from Carl since uh, yeah. his touch may be foul to them. <laughs> Yeah, they, they 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 will accept because they're they're still pretty poorly, but uh, yeah yeah they accept. And I'll give them each a blast. Yep. And um, yeah, no, they they will be like, all right, you can leave now. Gladly, let's go. Now we're going to have to find our own transportation out to the uh, snake fens or whatever. Yeah. <sighs> I guess we'll have to rent a wagon. Instead of just steal Actually. Actually. Or. Gorbash is going to hang back a little bit. Uh-oh. Okay. What is he doing? Quite curious. Probably what something word? very stupid. Oh dear. Where's Grobash? Quite, quite oh, curious you about where <laughs> the Duergar is going to be going. Oh, right. I gotcha. All right. Okay, so I will. Gorbasha makes intent known to split with the party. The rest of the party is going where? Oh, intent no. I guess, I guess could go uh, go uh, 
procure some traveling supplies to go on our expedition. Okay. So Carl is finally following the directions to the market. Yes. <laughs> uh, is um, is Anisha going with him? Yeah, she's curious too. All right. So Gorbasha, you yes. are ducking into a side street to um, check where the Duragar are going. Yes, I will go into ninja mode. All right. So the Juggernaut armor comes off. The psionic skin comes on. Yep. Okay. Oh, my. Um, all right, then. Um, I guess we start with uh, pers- uh, um, a stealth check for, for the general concept of you're trying to do this unseen, I imagine. Uh, no, I'd wait until the others are gone, for sure. Oh, no, yeah. Again, that's why you, you're, this is why I confirmed that the group is parting ways. Gorbasha oh, yeah. is ducking into an alley because presumably you're not just standing in the street watching the Juragar. Right. So, new stealth check. Um, with my skin. Oh, only 13. Okay. Well, I uh, guess that's before I start tailing them, so... Alright, in fairness, it's not... Um... I'm not going to make you do a perception check because it's not hard to uh, keep track of them. It is a big cart in, in, in the town. And it's not going to move uh, too quickly. So, uh, we are, we're going to say that uh, it heads towards um, an area of the city um, that uh, typically would be the uh, visitors' quarter, so to speak. Lots, lots of inns, lots of stables, and whatnot. Probably, actually, where the Red Saddle Sable uh, is um, uh, in that part of town there. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, they've kept the covered wagon closed with the beetles inside, and they um, drive up into the courtyard of um, fairly cozy inn. Um, not exactly high class, uh, but certainly something where you could see. Merchants staying just for larger rooms, uh, places so that your wagon and there's a big stable attached to it. Right, well established place. Um, and and I guess I will make their uh, their stealth checks to uh, or their their perception checks as um, you're peeking into the courtyard yeah. to see if yeah, they uh, notice. Do you need me to make any more stealth checks? Uh, no, no, uh, not this time. I'll. Uh, do you need him to start rolling up a new character? <laughs> uh, splitting the party is always fun. Okay. Um, so as you're kind of peeking into the courtyard, um, you will actually notice that one of them... Uh, for, for a second, they're both getting to leave and go inside the inn. Um, until one of them grabs the other shoulder and points and stares towards where you were just peeking over into the courtyard and you you, you, right. you jump and turn around the wall for a second. And then as All you right. kind of peek forward again, one of them is staying with the cart while the other one is entering the inn. Hmm. Good to know. Uh, you're just sitting and uh, just waiting or what's your intention at this point? Uh... Try to blend in, just 
eat some garbage. <laughs> Sit there, eat garbage. Oh, God, is, 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 is this skin a panda? I mean, a trash panda. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm a, does yeah. So say your, your your skin is basically this this silent, like is it is it slightly what what does and the 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 skin look like? I suppose that's a good question. They mention it looking like a psychoactive skin. Which... But what does a psychoactive skin look like? Does this does look does this look like you have a slight neon green glow, but yeah. you're otherwise naked or something? Is it like a morph suit? A acid trip. <laughs> a morph suit. Hmm. That's not a bad way of putting it. Or the sword. Obtuse ranger. Psychoactive skin. Also known as vector shells. Blah blah blah. Ah. That's basically like ectoplasm, I guess. I, I I think I like the idea of um of just some sort of morph suit with some sort of design on it or something. Yeah. I mean, obviously, obviously not not too bright because you're 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 stealthy in it, but uh, you know, it kind of like I don't know. It, it, We'll figure yeah. the details out on it. <laughs> um, all right. So, so as you're as you're waiting and hanging out, so we'll just say as a random encounter, um, you're approached um, by a, uh, a a rat folk in a, in a red coat. Um, he doesn't carry any weapon on him or she. Let's let's make this a female. Let's see, uh, red coat. Excuse me. Have you heard anything about this after the Goblin Trader? The Merchant Council has now made it official business to look for it to appease the Goblinoid faction. Mm-mm. You sure? Mm. What's your name? Is she looking at Carl? No, no, no. This is, this is off scene there. Ah. This is Garbasha in his other, other suit, which... <laughs> Wondering uh, if you can even talk. Uh, Frida. Okay. All right then. Carry on. Uh, My wayward son. Sorry. Gives gives Gorbash a bit of the hairy eyeball, but uh, moves moves forward. Um. And yeah. Um. Make a make a perception check, Gorbasha. As as you may have been slightly distracted. Why is my perception so low? Oh yeah, there are twelve identical wagons going in different directions. <laughs> All ah, my minion bullets. Twenty. All right. Uh, so you're able to to dug it and notice that um, two other Duragar are leaving the inn um, with the Duragar that uh, entered in. For, so a total of four Duragar, um, two sit in the front seat, two go into the covered back, and the wagon heads out once more into the streets. Okay. Um, and try hail them, I guess. Yeah, make another perception check. Or a stealth check, that is. Stealth check. Mm-hmm. 
29. All right. Um, you can uh, tell that they're trying to keep an eye out for you, but uh, now aware that they're worried about being tailed, you keep to the shadows and uh, sides a bit more, and um, uh, eventually they start heading towards um, the docks again. And um, uh, a part of the, the city that has a lot of boarded-up houses and definitely sort of the, the poorer section of um, uh, Verdant Harbor. Um, and uh, eventually they, they, they pull up to um, what uh, appears to be uh, an, an older warehouse that um, perhaps um, has uh, um, been used for somewhat other purposes at this point um, because there's been some windows put into it but it, it's quite close to a side of the docks and they um, uh, uh, the large doors open up and the wagon is brought inside. Uh, all right. Uh, moving back to Carl and Anisha. What are you guys doing? All right. All right. Well, one last thing. That's probably all I need to know for the moment. Okay. Where they're staying. So I will hustle back. Hustle back to, where? To where... Uh, Anisha and Carl were going. So you were going to the market. Now you you you've pro you probably spent an hour or so doing this. Okay, that's yeah, I, that's where I thought they would be last. So I'll head back there. I will duck into a uh, alley at some point and go into Juggernaut form again. Okay. Um. All right. So yeah, uh, Carl and Anisha, what you guys getting up to? I think we're trying to get over the fact that we witnessed Garbasha not being in this armor. No, you did not witness that. We did not. No, no. Garbasha separated left. before that. Gotcha. Uh, otherwise, I would have had Garbasha describe stuff. Right. <laughs> so what, we need a couple days rations, um, possibly another cart and horse? Yeah. Um, medical kits, probably. You know, first aids. Not bad. But that would be definitely good. They can run a little pricey, but we can maybe swing that. Um, Are you trying to sell any of the items you have taken? Right. Oh, that might be a. Good Let idea. us consult the loot. We have Dwergar-sized armor, and... I think you guys were using the crossbows? Um, well, I already have a crossbow, I think. Carl just has a dagger as far as weapons goes. Yeah, I have a light crossbow and a sword cane. Ah, oh, but this is a masterwork crossbow. It gives you a plus one on attacks. Maybe I could switch that out. I could, I could have the masterwork crossbow and we could sell my light one. Okay, so just hit the um, masterwork box on your uh, weapons attack area there. On oh, your attack area, not your equipment, I think. 
Right. Oh, you didn't create an attack map for it yet. <laughs> so. Oh, I actually have rations in my kit. <laughs> I should have looked at more what came in the Kinesis kit that I bought. I mean, yeah, what, what do you guys... Crossbow is one word, right? Typically, yes. Yeah. And masterwork, that's one word too, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, cool. I mean, I think I don't know if we want to keep the crossbows for general weapons, but we've got the the, arm, the leather arm, two sets of leather armor, extra leather armor, war hammer, saps, and short sword, all which could go. Okay, you're able to sell them as standard for half price. Um. For the uh, okay. uh, we have a vial which, as a player, I assume is good berry. I don't know if Carl would know that, so uh, that would require a knowledge or um, a craft alchemy or some sort of detect magic spellcraft to um, definitively um, identify it. But there are instructions on it, regardless. Um, so I don't know if we want to sell that or try and keep the uh, keep that but uh, no, what do you think Anisha oh wait she's gone she's, she's popped out for a second um <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily want to get this slogged down with a sales session, but uh, it's up to what you guys want to do. We, we can skip to you guys heading out of town towards the, the nearest area you've been described to, or players um, have the con. Where, where are we going to uh, keep any of the crossbows for the non-ranged people? That's probably a good idea. I mean, you want to keep one, and Anisha traded out one, so we could sell the, a normal crossbow if we want. Mm -hmm. Or Carl could have a normal crossbow in case. I guess that has better range than his blast. I'm only good just for in case, thirty feet. Just in case there's no barrel lids to the flame. Hmm. You still have the your lucky one, right? Uh, that's gonna stay with me. So far, it never misses, and it hits hard. <laughs> so far. Um, uh, what do you think, Anisha? Should we keep the be keeping the um, vial of berry syrup? Uh, what does it do? Uh, we haven't successfully identified it, so hmm. I'm pretty sure it's uh, 
had a juridic order symbol and said to apply to fresh berries. So as a player, I'm, I'm guessing it's good berry, but uh, as a character, I have no clue. I think it's dessert syrup. <laughs> I suppose it depends on what the vendor says. I'm not sure I can identify the fluid either. And we could just pour it over berries to see what happens. That's true. You, you are supposedly, I mean, unless you're planning a different route, going to be walking through a forest to get to this shoreline. Where, That's true. Where we'll berries may be found. Get some fresh berries mm -hmm. to... Catchy use perception checks to identify potions. I think it's to craft alchemy. No, I'm fairly sure. That was a thing they love. <laughs> Maybe perception checks. Identifying potions. Yes. Identify the powers of a potion through taste. 15 plus the potions cast in it. Ah, there you go. So if you believe it's a potion, um, which it doesn't say that it's a potion, it says to apply to berries, not to drink it. Don't drink the entire thing. You just take a... Yeah, but if it's not a potion, if it doesn't activate by being consumed... Right. I say we pour it over berries and see what happens when we feel we need something. Yay! Berry syrup for the pancakes. Indeed. Maybe we'll find the stuff for blueberry pancakes. I'm sure one of us can cook. Yeah. Well, uh, female cat folk are pretty much raised to be domestic. <laughs> As you can see, I, see I have conformed to that role. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they had everybody else. Wait, had an input nah. on them. I cannot type today. So that uh, masterwork crossbow is it considered heavy or light? Light. Okay. They are simple weapons. Okay. All right, so I'm taking it. We're going to sell the regular crossbow, the leather armors, the warhammer, the three saps, and the short sword. Mm, yeah, I'm still rather connected with my um, cane sword. Okay. Sell those saps. Never take anything down non-lethally ever again. All right. 
to take those out. And Wasn't a bad little chunk of gold. Nah. That's combined with the 33 gold we took off the Dwargar. But. Uh, we can't get a cart all the way in there, and I guess we weren't. We're just supposed to bring back the head, so we guess we don't need a full cart, but a. Pack animal might do us good if we find loot. If you want. Uh, yeah, because we take a wagon, it's going to be difficult for it to go cross country, so it's better to just take a pack animal. Like, I don't know. Right. A pack bear or something like that. A pack Is bear? Isn't Gorbasha a pack animal? That's true. <laughs> Could be. He might be a dwarf under there. I think. I think if he is, we can load him up at, to near infinite levels, and <laughs> he'll still move just fine. Excuse me. Oh, All right. All right. <laughs> any. Any. Specific purchases you're trying to make from the market? From the market? Oh. You're trying to buy a mule? I'm thinking that might be good. Do you, unless you guys have a... Unless you guys want to try and just rent a, a mule, but a, that might be more trouble. Yeah. I, I kind of suspect there isn't much in the way of renting mules so much as you buy it and resell it afterwards. True. Yeah, but uh, the trade in value uh, go, drops in half as soon as you take it off the lot. <laughs> do, do, do you think you guys have uh, any animal skills? Because I, I don't like have, you know riding or anything, so I don't know if you want mule or pony or... Or bash out great with animals. <laughs> especially the taste, especially tasty ones. Yeah, I... about that. I did manage to soothe the uh, wagon horses, so I, I could try. Sure, pick us out a good pack animal. Sure. Huh. The PFSRD has uh, just pack animal. Donkey? No, no. Donkey or mule? Um, monkey, donkey. donkey. Well, yeah, mules were mules were pretty much bred to be beasts of burden, a grade up from donkeys. So, I mean, yeah, but for for purposes here, oh. they're they're essentially the same. Pathfinder doesn't make enough of a distinction between the two. They are eight gold pieces, but you'd also probably need to get a pack saddle, right? Which is how much? Um, and a pack saddle is just five gold. All right, I'll deduct that out of the party pot. 
Um, anything else we need? Uh, I've got a few days of trail rations. So. You technically probably want to buy some food for your mule. Mm. Would you like to name it? Jesse? Wait, wait, we're going near the swamps. Artax! Bingo! Bingo! Okay, I'm not getting that reference at all. It's never a big story reference! Thank you, troll! <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a fair, fair confidence that that would uh, hit with Heather. I can't go on. Screw you! <laughs> okay, for for the itty bitty babies out there in the audience, the never ending story Arjax was a white horse, a noble creature that died halfway through the freaking movie. Spoilers! Yeah. Spoiler alert! <laughs> Say my name, Bastion. Damn it! Oh, is this a hit in the feels uh, kind of moment? No, it was just a very dramatic moment, and I felt bad for the for the thing. And it scarred many. It scarred many young people at the time. Yes, especially when you're an impressionable ten year old and you love animals. So, uh, thing, do you want to just uh, spend that five silver to get ten days of animal feed? Sure. Yeah, okay, the guy's name, the, the donkey, the mule's name can be Arjax. Okay. Because I right. dare you, I dare you to do something to him. So, okay, so here's the thing with your mule. Um, it would be, what would it be trained for, technically? Like, just, just very basic labor. Um, um, so... Primarily to like lead it by a rope, almost, or like lead lead it just by whatever reins a bit, um, is is not going to take a handle animal. Um, but if you're trying to make it follow commands, um, then that will require handle animal DCs. Intimidate um, checks. It is. Intimidate won't work on. Uh, Non-humanoids, I believe. Uh, we're going to an area with dangerous animals. Do we need to have some rope to hobble the mule so it doesn't run away? Or That's the good thing about a mule. Well, I mean, unless they're sort of unnatural, but uh, mules are less skittish than horses. They will enter strange areas. And, um, I mean, yeah, obviously if it gets attacked, it's probably going to run. But uh, um, if, if you're able to keep it at some distance, it uh, should be all right. They are brave, brave creatures. Brave, I say. Okay. So brave. How is it that food and drink has haggis but does not have pickles? Uh, let's see. Um, what is this? Fight labor. So I, I guess it's essentially trained for heavy labor. So it knows the tricks come and work. Come 
come and work. Okay? Yeah. So those are things you can attempt with DC 10 handle animal checks to command it to do. Alrighty. Um, now let's see, what is in my kit? My kit has backpack, blanket, torches, trail rations, and a water skin. Okay, I guess I'm set. Ah, uh, yes, thing just dropped the scene into the Discord chat. But we will ignore that for now, as we are still playing Plotfinder. Um, all right. So Mule and Saddlebags are purchased. What's next? Anything else? Or does uh, Gorbasha meet up with the party and and you... Are, are, you, are you leaving out? Um, are you heading out mid-afternoon or resting and heading out fresh the next day? Gorbasha will buy a small barrel of pickles. Okay. You, you can do that for... I mean... Small barrel actually probably gonna be pretty sizable, so let's say three silver. Done. And it's a pretty big, it's a pretty heavy filled thing of pickles. Should last a day or so. <laughs> It'll get lighter as we go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now you you have been advised it is like even even by carts like carts don't necessarily go fast. It's more so they um, go consistently without tiring the people driving them. Um, right. So you could still make the half-a-day journey to the general area you believe you're, you're heading to, if you wish, with the time left in the day. Yeah, unless you guys want to try and pick up some anti-venom for a snake bite, but um, I don't know if that's going to... how much that runs. Uh, but it sounds like it's more of a, a bite-your-leg-off snake than a Two punctures and you die. So, uh, hey, hopefully it's just a constrictor. Things. Hopefully it's a constrictor. And then you know, there is no anti-crush venom. So, antitoxin is is fifty gold pieces. That sounds expensive. I just say we risk it. I've got it a good constitution. It gives you a plus five alchemical bonuses on four two saving throws against poison for one hour. I mean, if we level up, I might be able to heal some more stuff. I, or, no, I think I need to get third level before I can start doing more than just hit points. Right. Oh, uh, when the Gorbasha does uh, meet up, he will... Uh, uh, Gorbasha will... <coughs> excuse me. Gorbasha will let everybody know where... The doer went. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, uh, are, are you switching back to your armor before you uh, meet up with yes. us? Or? Uh, well, or it would have been in the armor. All right, so so what are you saying to the party as Gorbasha? <laughs> Gorbasha, see, Duagar. They go to N. Two more Duagar go to them. Then they go to warehouse, was it? Um, basically, yeah, a large building on the waterfront. 
They go it to could, a large could have been a warehouse, could have been like just a merchant faction thing, but it's fallen to disrepair and and, and you can it, it looks yeah, not great. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I think Gorbasha will describe it in actually great details. Hmm. Oh, you can always check if they're still there when we come back. I had not entered it in notes. Um, but you probably should. I, I assume we dumped, dumped the Sorry. bag of. I assume we dumped the bag of skeletons in the dump or something like that, right? Uh, sure. The remains seems of like Anders. Seems to be a waste, but okay. Well, I mean, I don't know if you grabbed them and munched on later or something, but. Yeah, that's what the excess pickle juice is for. Do 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 you bury his journal w- with him or keeping the journal? I'm sure. No, I like to keep the journal. Okay. All right then. Um, yeah, you, you, are you heading out with the remainder of the day or? St- st- all crowding into Anisha's office and sleeping uncomfortably on the floor for one more night. I think head out. I have no more business in town that I know of. Yeah. Let's go kill some monsters! Alright. You you leave town, you you pass with just the nod at one of the gates, and uh, make your way down the road. The travel is nice, the... um, uh, the road you're following is a bit of a well. Some of the roads have pavement um, and 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 brickwork that uh, even dates back to uh, the Elven Age. Um, this is just a general trail, and um, it's worn down enough to show that there is enough caravan um, and foot traffic. But uh, it's definitely one of the lesser routes as you head to the west. Um, Following it, uh, the close-knit farms kind of get sparser and sparser, and there's more occasional um, uh, little small copses of uh, trees along the way where farms haven't quite been able to fight back the wilderness that originally lived on the land. And uh, you, you um, as as the the, the j- sun is truly set. And darkness is beginning to take over. Um, you are able to see a sign that um, is uh, directing you toward uh, an inn called um, the Unicorn and the Hound. Hmm. Unicorn and the Hound. You you can see off off to um, a bit further distance the um, uh, large. Um, forest on the uh, that, that borders this side of the river um, just as it kind of overtakes the horizon. Tall old trees um, uh, deciduous type um, have, uh, have have well established a heart there that no forest has or, or no farmer's fields has penetrated. Um, and again this far out um it's uh, again. There are farmers here, but uh, it um, uh, 
obviously it seems like something where there hasn't been quite enough population to make their own village as well as they are somewhat close enough to a main center that it's just sort of spread out in, in, in distant farms which is um, it, it strikes you as therefore um, a, a technically riskier place to farm there's not as easy a, a not as close-knit of a community to rely upon um, so people who um, either there's some reason for this not to be as heavily populated or people have, have come this way specifically to have a quieter farming experience um, so yes are you heading straight to the forest in the evening uh, do you guys want to spend a night in the inn or do you want to uh, forge ahead and save the money <sighs> and was this west Food. of town or yes Okay. Not not so far west that you're running into the 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 Lyrit forest where, um, that that borders the, the 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 kingdom, so to speak. Just just west west of wherever in Harper is. Considering that we're not being paid for this job, I think we should try to save our money as much as we can. As much as it pains me to say, we may be camping out. Uh, hey, um, how much would it cost to stay here? Is that gold each, or are you popping in to ask? Yes, Gorbasha, go in. Hey. in. All right, um, Gorbasha, you you make your way in. Um, how are you, are you doing this in Gorbasha fashion then? <laughs> Just do, 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 do. open up. Okay. Um, you 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 open it up to see. Um, it's it's a, a single story timber framed building. Uh, there is a small uh, um, detached stable, um, and inside is a smooth stone floor. Um, you the the. One side of it pretty much just opens up in, into a uh, kitchen area with just a few rooms, and the rest of it is uh, tables. And you can even see on the um, uh, wall beside the fireplace are basically just these um, small cot frames, which are stacked up on top of each other. There are a few um, uh, farmers up here, kind of enjoying um, a, a meal uh, and and. and um, uh, beer or, or ale of some sort, uh, and, and as, as you walk in, a um, young female uh, woman kind of um, uh, is uh, takes look over and she and accidentally drops the tray and uh, a, a bowl of uh, stew and some boiled eggs basically roll to the floor. It's like, oh, 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 are you here for accommodations? No, me here for a room. Okay. I'll be with you in just a moment, and um, goes to to grab, uh, um, kind of pick, picks up the tray and puts some stuff on it and, and wipes off and and it's uh, uh, so sorry, Niall. I'll, I'll I'll get you your food in a moment. As I so meanwhile, Anisha's large cat ears probably picked up a clatter and a shriek of a woman. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's probably not safe to let Gorbasha in there alone too long. I thought this is a typical Gorbasha event. And uh, the um, Anisha goes into the tavern as well. Uh, yeah, so so um, you, you make your way in. I guess I'll stay out with the mule unless uh, there's right. an obvious place to tie it up. And just just give me a moment. Uh, she heads back into the kitchen, and a few moments later returns, um, bring bring some some stew and and uh, boiled egg to uh, one of the customers at a table, and uh, uh, they continue um, playing a, a card game with uh, some of the other people sitting with them as they eat. Ah, I'm sorry, I don't. Oh, my, you seem like you're dressed for a war. Uh, okay. Is there trouble in the parts? Oh, that's just how he likes to dress. He's just cleaning it, clearing up. This Gorbash has fancy clothes. Well, you gave me a start. I apologize for that, ma'am. Start what? You, you startled me. Walking in, a big figure full in armor with with a big weapon and shield and your helmets covering your face. It's... I, th- I, thought, I thought you were going to, to cut us all down or something. Oh. Then I would be endling, not startling. Hum. Anyway... How can I be of service to you? My my name is is Gota, and and this is my humble inn, the uh, Unicorn and Hound. It's a pleasure to meet you, ma'am. Um, my food and room. We were curious as to what you would charge uh, for a night to to spend the night here. Alright, where are services? Uh, in suites. Do, 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 do. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, if it's just you saying here, it's um, two, uh, two silver a night per person. Do you have any animals with you? Uh, we have a mule outside. Alright, and a five silver to stable. So, two silver per person. So, 11 silver altogether. Five silver for the mule. All right. I can hand, I can hand you a standard... Well, she, she, um, uh, she, she points to a part on the wall where um, a large plank of wood has kind of had a standard menu uh, engraved into it. Um, which is boiled eggs and mushrooms <laughs> with a tanker of bitter for seven copper, boiled eggs and dried carrots with a tanker of bitter for ten, stewed chicken and watercress with a tanker of beer for eleven, boiled partridge and dried beetroot, tanker of stout for nine copper, vegetable stew, mug of stout for three copper, salted mutton and dried carrot, tanker of bitter for thirteen copper. Sounds lovely. Mutton. 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 She doesn't have mutton. No, she has mutton. Salt, so, salted mutton. So. Okay. 
So I, Carl's I, outside holding the mule. Okay. Um, Could um, where is your stable, ma'am? It's just it's just detached there. Um, it, it is. Uh, I, I just have to finish up with the evening meals, and then I can uh, assist with, with with stabling your 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 mule. Just oh. just a moment. I will go out and inform Carl. Um, a, a, um, a, a, a dwarf, uh, sits up for one of the tables and uh, walks over to Gorbasha at that point. Hey, excuse me there. Uh, you seem, uh, quite fierce looking. What, what are you doing in the area, if I may ask? Getting food in room. Uh, yes, but, uh. What, 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 why do you come here? On our way to things. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm looking for people to enter the forest, but if it's, if there's no trouble, I'll just, I'll just do my own. I'll, I'll, I won't bother you then. What wrong with forest? Oh, there's no bother. I'm, please, I, I'd rather not waste your time. Uh, so, yeah. Um, okay. Anisha and Carl, um, well, uh, she pretty much quotes the prices to Carl. Ah. Two silvers per person and five for the mule. That sounds reasonable. I suppose one more night in a bed wouldn't hurt. And it has a lovely menu inside. It smells wonderful. Mm. They have mutton. Salted mutton. La-di-da. They have beer? Probably all IPAs. Uh, bitters, but yeah. Bitter, beer, stout? Stout? I did post the menu to the chat if you wish to peruse. Yes. Yes. Uh, once uh, we have the Mule uh, situated. I'll uh, probably invest myself in the uh, boiled partridge, Fred Beetroot, and take her to Stout. All right. Uh, it appears that she is the sole staff of this place, so she's a bit busy. Um, as soon as she gets a, uh, as soon as she basically hands you her food, she's out to um, brush down and uh, tie up your 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 mount and um, and and and. Um, Make make sure Artax is 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 fed and, and whatnot, and then she's back in, washes the hand off, heads back in the kitchen, fills other people's beers and whatnot. Um, you you notice that there is a, a dwarf kind of watching your table there. He has uh, straight black hair, hazel eyes, a bit of a beaked nose. Uh, his clothing is fairly fine, and he has a sling of vials and potions over his shoulder. Same guy. Ooh. Yeah, same one that uh, approached. Um, Garbasha waves to him. He um he averts his gaze and kind of um take takes up his stout and drinks it a bit. All right. Well, so after we kill steak, we eat it. Very possibly. Mm, big steak. So do you, steak maybe maybe steak. we could find some uh, information on the forest here. Uh, that guy asking about forest wanted us to go in there. Ah. Huh? What? What? Yes. Good sir. 
<laughs> my apologies. I, I, I made a comment to your companion earlier, but I understand if your business is your own, and I don't mean any trouble. Well, our business is uh, likely to take us into the forest, actually, so... Uh, oh, is like that so? Some, uh, knowledge there. Well, well um, yes, uh, if I may. Well, Please. Right, he walks over to your table and pulls up a chair. Uh, my name is Sistri. I'm a... Uh, Sistri. S-I-S-T-R-I. Right. Ah. I study the natural compounds, and um, it's come to my attention. Uh, I've, I've, I've traced some peculiar mushrooms uh, uh, originating to this small forest here. And unfortunately, the, the thing is quite a, a den of um, well, dangers. There's a reason that, that it's have resisted uh, any attempts to civilize it, it seems. Um, but uh, nevertheless, I've, I've, I've assumed that eventually people would come by that for some reason or they might, might be venturing forth into it. And, and I've, well, I've, it is... is um, Gogota keeps a nice place enough that I've been able to stay here for a while, and I'm hoping that perhaps you, if you are entering the forest, you could keep an eye out for them. Um, sure. Can you describe these mushrooms in a way we can identify them? Or do you have an illustration? Uh, unfortunately, I do not have any colored inks on my person. Um, they can grow quite large, uh... I've, I've, I've heard reports that they can even reach almost, um, four, four, the, the caps of them can reach almost uh, four feet um, in uh, diameter there. That's big. Uh, uh, they, they are of a predominantly orange bodied with yellow speckles. Uh, a, a bit of a dirty modeling to them, but uh, that, that color is, is fairly true. Um, close skilled, um, somewhat, uh, but uh, y- yes. Um, are they tasty? Um, I would not recommend it. Um, I found that perhaps they have some uh, properties which can be used to stimulate uh, certain psychic responses in folk um, and, and, and have a useful purpose to um, en- enhance such abilities. And uh, I, I am willing to offer um, an equal weight in uh, gold coinage for however many you're able to bring back. Hmm. Uh, any special care need to be taken with them? Uh, Certainly, I prefer if you could keep them intact. Um, particularly, uh, uh, again, the spores and the gills, if they're undisturbed. The stems are not of much use to me, uh, as far as I'm aware. But my preference, and I will still pay for them, uh, is if you can produce the the whole intact mushroom. Ah. Well, we'll keep our eye out when we uh, venture into the woods. Ah, very good, very good. I wish you the best of luck in doing so. Uh, would it be beneficial to us if we mm. wrapped the mushrooms, or can we touch them freely? Oh, well, they, they are not so toxic to the touch. Yes. They are not toxic. Oh no! Oh no! Good guess. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, is it possible that there may be some certain effects if you are psychically inclined? But I would recommend washing your hands afterwards. <laughs> hmm. um, right. So they're psychedelics, them. pretty much. Yum! <laughs> um, I will 
Not say further on that. How many shinies you give us per mushroom? Equal weight. Equal weight. Uh, go, go to here has, has a scale for transactions that the merchants use uh, when they come by every so often. It'll handle four foot diameter mushrooms? Awesome. I, I, I suppose we might have to um, make some exceptions if you're truly able to find one of that size. Um, I've heard a tale of a rather large snake perhaps near the river in the forest. Do you know anything of that? Hmm. I've, I've not heard of anyone heading so far to get to the, 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 the river. Um, the river, of course, is fairly accessible by boat on the other side. Uh, I do believe there are some tributaries that head into the forest, but uh, again, to, to my knowledge, there hasn't been any reason that people have gone to, gone past them. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there were some sort of serpent. That uh, forest seems to be one of the holdovers of the primordial Um as, as as you know, Linnet Forest is where it fades into the, the first world there. And it appears that this place must have been connected at some time. Large animals, um, mischievous, mischievous fae, and uh, even the, the, the common goblin tribes are here infested. I wonder if that's the monster populace we've heard about. Yes. Well, we'd be happy to keep our eye out for the mushrooms, and uh, if we find any, uh, we'll seek you out here. Oh, of, of course, yes. I've, I, I will be here, certainly. Um, though I suspect, after if you are able to deliver with me, I, I may be on my way, finally. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Well, Sistry, hope to be doing business with you, Mr. Sistry. Ah, charmed. I imagine you're staying the night, then? Yes. Yes. Yes, we are. Oh, good. We could have some company, then. Oh, Anisha wishes to powder her nose. So. Okay. <laughs> uh, any other conversation you wish to have with uh, the locals, history, uh, the innkeeper? The innkeeper was Gerda. Uh, Gota. Yeah, she is the only one working. <laughs> Gorbasha will take the meal into one of the rooms. Uh, no, no. There's. um. Uh, there is the leading to the kitchen, and then there is um, a, a bar area that appears, um, and and then across from that there is a room with a door, but that door is locked. Uh, yeah. You're gonna have to suck your meal so, through the straw, I guess. This is the common room. It is. A, this is a common room inn. It is a small common room inn. It seems she only has perhaps a private room for herself. Time to watch Garbasha eat. Time to go outside to eat. <laughs> All right. Was Gota... What race was Gota? She was a human. Okay. Ooh. It's the first one we met. Oh, sorry. <laughs> ah. Let's see... Um, now I wish we'd brought a few more sacks for mushrooms. <laughs> Unless Gota has some used flower sacks to sell us off or something. Oh, uh, you flake her down. It's like, oh, well, yes, I, I can provide you with some flower sacks. How about one silver each? Um, sure. Uh, I'll hand her a gold piece. 
Oh, wow. Okay, then. All the sacks you want. It's a good day for business. <laughs> so that's what, 10 sacks? Yeah, 10 sacks indeed. Ah, oh, Excuse me. Spend money to make money. All right. And I don't know. I'm all, I'm always wondering if we should wrap up uh, at, at this point because we're we are getting just the tiniest bit late, and it almost feels like starting into the forest would be a good start of a session. Uh, it might not be bad. And it gives me some time to throw together some dinner. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, well, right. I feel like we might have gotten ourselves out of some trouble with the. Uh, Stuff so far. Yes. Oh, psychic mushrooms. I'm sure we'll not have anything terribly amusing happen when we run into those. Of course not. Everything will be perfectly fine. There will be any. Oh, excuse me. There won't be any dangers in the forest at all to face the party. It'll be a cakewalk. Eh, random experience encounters. <laughs> Carter is not a killer DM. He doesn't let us go off that easily. Uh, it's very. I'm very curious about a lot of how it, things are going to interact with uh, Carl since he's psychic, but not in the traditional sense where he actually has you know spells and things. Yeah, um, I, th I th well, I might do a setting note to establish further on that, but I, I do kind of see um, the kineticist almost falling more towards the nature side of uh, the magic, kind of pulling from the elements and being mm -hmm. not exactly a highly psychic class, but uh, again, I haven't made a setting note on that, so it's not technically established yet. Yeah, I mean, it reads kind of like your one-trick pony of, I mean, essentially pulling your element from the ethereal plane being a conduit and stuff, but uh, you can do some awesome things with your elements. Which... Like a psychic ranger. You're better. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, yeah, like you're, you're not uh, necessarily very psychic in the traditional sense. It's your element. Of course, you have picked the most psychic of the elements. Oh, yes. The Ooh. telekinetic power. Yeah, a Aether, I wish there was a slightly better generic description of Aether, because it's like it's, you know, halfway like ectoplasm or magic goo or something, but primordial these forces of the universe. All right, but uh, yeah, any other preparations you wish to make? Or basically, um, at the end of the evening... Um, the uh, um, Gota comes out to clean off the tables, brings the plates back in. Uh, some of the farmers help move the tables and just kind of set them on their sides and uh, help her bring the cots out and uh, mattresses and um, kind of put, put them in a little area in front of the fire. And um, the, the lamps are turned down and um, there's, there's still like a, a t one table and chairs set aside for entertainment purposes if you wish to have. But otherwise she's like, well, let me know if you need anything. And she just kind of pops into her own private room 
Carl is not going to attempt to seduce the seduce Goda because he's not a bard. Huh. I should say he's, he doesn't have a chance, so he will try. However, you are human. Probably the only yes. human around for. I mean, if there's anybody months. with obvious wounds and stuff, I might offer to you know patch them up or something. If they're... Huh. The tavern, but uh... but uh, yeah, is it, if there's anything else you'd, you'd like to, otherwise we can call it here just to, to wrap up before you get into the forest and, and uh, call a night. Yeah. yeah, I think that sounds like a wise move. As much right. as I'd like to push on to greater XP and whatnot, but <laughs> I think the majority of people are oh. going. That's a good point for XP. Uh, what do you guys think you earned XP for this session? 200 uh, points. We, avo- we avoided killing prisoners. I came up with the peaceful solution. Mm-hmm. This solution. And yeah, Anisha might have a new stalker. Uh, uh, I will give 100. I will give a 100 experience for the peaceful release of the um, Clawed Fangs members, and another 100 for peaceful release of the Duragar for a total of 200 so right. far. And of course, Gorbasha managed to tail them the entire way. He did manage to tail them. I'll give, um, I'll, I'll give a uh, 50, 50 for tailing them and discovering a bit of uh, some locations there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Discovered a few things about the uh, gem beetles that it's possible that uh, they could be used as gem seeds and then used for weaponry. Maybe uh, 30 XP for that? (laughs) Well, well, they can be used to grow a whole new tree of magic, apparently, so... I'm uh, I, I'm going to just leave that included the general talking and peaceful discovery with with the prisoners. Okay, I I, I was happy to get Gorbasha into ninja mode for a little while. Yeah, <laughs> which it's is nice really... as a player to know you can do that at least. Ten XP. <laughs> um, anything else? Um, I think the only thing else we did that's and all good as we got Anisha's landlord offer pack for a while. <laughs> Which, Which I appreciate, by the way. Which again has its own reward. So I think we'll call it yeah. just uh, 250 there. Uh, divide by three. Uh, well, well, that'll be 84 experience each. 84 experience. 84 experience. Hopefully you'll get a good chunk next time we play as, as you might, you know, flex those muscles. Hmm. Getting closer yes. to second level. That is definitely making me want to uh, face a lot of random encounters as we go into the... Uh... Oh, where is XP on these stupid sheets now? Should be first page no, it's just the bottom, I think. I thought so, but... Did they change that? I thought I was looking... Oh, there it is. No, yep, it's under class and levels. I must have collapsed my sheet into a different form. Hmm. Was it 83? Uh, 84. 84. Because I tend to round up. Oh, right. I have that uh, Masterwork-like crossbow now. Um, that wasn't the part inventory. 
Okay. Yep. You and Anisha both have the master crossbows. Right. Carl has his dagger still. All right. Uh, any last notes, or shall we say uh, goodbye to listeners? Goodbye, listeners. Good night, everybody. See you later. All right. Goodbye, and tune in next time to see if they will find the plot. Plot finder! Yeah.